trust that that God would open our eyes to truth, say that ye shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that our eyes of understanding being enlightened in the name of Jesus, through your word. And we pray the Lord that we stand perfect and complete in all of your will in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, our teacher, our helper, oh, our comforter. Through this word, Lord, you will speak to every heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I actually titled, I was looking at the scriptures and, you know, a lot of things going through my mind, interacting with the word and the Holy Spirit. And, and um, this topic, I coined from what I've heard from the scripture, which says, the topic here I have here is the power of the word within. The power of the word within. The power of the word within. Let's take a journey through the word and learn something this morning, what the word does within the power of the word within. Hebrews chapter eight, verse nine to 12. Hebrews chapter eight, verse nine to 12. The power of the word within. We have come into a new testament, a new covenant, a new dispensation of God's move. And uh, there's a dimension which God has established for this move. Hebrews chapter eight, verse nine to 12. He said, not according to the covenant that I made with thy, their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand, to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, said the Lord. Verse 10, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember, will I remember no more. Now, if you look at that, we've learned something about the new covenants or the, the, the old covenants. And of course, we, we've come to understand that we are in the dispensation where the words are written in our heart, just like Jeremiah prophesied in Jeremiah 31. Uh, verse 31 to 34, he talked about this age, and that's the time we're in. 
where the words are written in our hearts. You, you, we, we, we come to understand that there is the word in our hearts. And what would the word in our hearts do? That's why the topic is the power of the word within. The power of the word within. And of course, you see what the scripture says in verse 11. It says, and they shall not teach every man is neighbor and every man is brother saying know the lord that means the word will make you know the lord for he shall for all shall know me from the least to the greatest it means it is not a function of any status in the kingdom is a function of this particular new dispensation. God wants to speak to every one of us from the word within. He wants to speak to everyone from the word within. What is the power of the word within? He wants to speak to us from the word within. If you look at John chapter 16, verse 13, where Jesus, let's see John 16, 13. John 16, 13. John 16, 13, he said, albeit when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truths for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall, he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. Now it is when the Holy Spirit came that the Holy Spirit came to authenticate this new move. This new move is the power of God expressing wisdom of the word to us as individuals in our hearts, the words that are written in our hearts. Concerning the new covenant, the words are written in our hearts. But we must yield to the Holy Spirit to guide us to truth. You know, and that is where our discipleship really begins. That's where our discipleship really begins. So if we don't yield to the Holy Spirit, we have problem understanding discipleship. We really don't know what discipleship means. You know, so the word of God in our heart is for our internal discipleship. So that we are discipled from within. The words are written in our hearts. No wonder he said that you would have no need that any man teach you. Why? Because the anointing is in you, teaching you. Oh, when God's word comes within, what does he come to give us? He gives us instructions in righteousness. Of course, like 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 tells us about the word of God, that when it comes, it comes in different ways. So if we actually yield to the discipleship of the Holy Spirit, the word of God will appear to us in the dimensions where which it has been established. No wonder Jesus told them in John chapter 8, verse 30 to 31. He said to the Jews that believed in him, he said, if you continue in my word, uh, that word continue is important. If you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. That's where discipleship begins. If you continue in my words, then are ye my disciples. 
and ye shall know the truth. Discipleship is the place where you learn truth. You don't learn truth anywhere. So it means that if we yield to the Holy Spirit, we have yielded to internal discipleship. And if we yield to internal discipleship, of course, the Bible says in that John chapter 16, verse 13, which Jesus said about the Holy Ghost, he said he will guide us into all truths. John chapter 8, verse 30 to 31. The same thing Jesus told them, if you continue in my words, the same thing he told the disciples. He said that the Holy Spirit, when he comes, he will guide you. So he told them that believed, that them that believe. Let's go to that John chapter 8, verse 30 and 31. John chapter 8, verse 30 and 31. And he spake these words, many believed on him. Verse 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him. So the words are not meant for all. Look at that. It's for those Jews that believe on him. If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciple indeed. That's where discipleship is established. Continuing in the word. Verse 32. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. The freedom in the kingdom is gotten from discipleship. And it is when you continue in his word, and then you come to the knowledge of truth, and you cannot accept by the Holy Ghost. He's the only one that guides to truth. That's the power of the word within. You know, we are different from David. David, when he was talking about these things concerning the word, he also said something that looked like that Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. If you look at Psalm 19, Psalm 19, verse 7. Psalm 19, verse 7. The power of the word within. That's what we are talking about this morning. We are looking at the scriptures, establishing that there is the word within. We have known that the covenant that is given to us is that he will write the words in our hearts. And we have no need that any man teach us. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is within us. And he will guide us into all truth. And I have established the fact that it is only those who are disciples that come to the knowledge of truth. And it is only those who come to the knowledge of truth that enjoy freedom. Psalm 19, look at what he said concerning the word of God. Psalm 19, verse 7 to 9. Uh, these are people that the Holy Ghost was not residing in them. But they came to understand, like David, he understood this. He said, the law of the Lord, Psalm 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, converting the soul. What would the word do within? This is what they, he understood about the word within. He said, converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple, it gives wisdom. He said, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the hearts. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. So when he looks into the word of God, this is what he sees. This is what he sees. And of course, when Paul was writing to Timothy, Oh, for us in this dispensation, he said concerning the word of God in that 
Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16. If you look from verse 15, that like I, we read, it says both the least and the greatest. So that was why Paul told Timothy, let no man despise thy youth. Because in this dispensation, everybody, even a little child, if he yields to the Holy Ghost, he can come into the knowledge of truths. Look at that in verse 15. And that from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make thee wise unto salvation, through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Then in verse 16, I said, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. You see, the Holy Spirit will not speak of what he wants to say, except what God has said. And if that is what God has said, what does he do? It is profitable for doctrine. It is profitable for reproof. It is profitable for correction. It is profitable for instructions in instruction in righteousness. It means if we have been knowing truths, if you have been yielding to the power within, the power of the word within, the Holy Ghost within, you must have had reproofs in life. You must have had correction. If you cannot sit down and write, that what are the reproofs over my life? What are the corrections over my life? What are the instructions over my life? Uh, of course, it means we have not yielded to discipleship. It means we have not yielded to discipleship. I was watching how Jesus was discipling people. Ah, we will follow you. We want to follow you. And when Jesus started giving them instructions, started reproving some of them, started correcting some of them, what did they do? They turned away from God. They turned away from Jesus. Oh, I was looking at that rich young ruler. Oh, Jesus said, for you to be perfect. Uh -uh. So there's something about perfection. Even after you have obeyed the law, he didn't understand. And he said, this you must do. Ah, he got offended. Because sometimes reproof will come. Sometimes corrections will come. If it is the Holy Ghost, if it is from God, reproofs come. He said, those I love, I rebuke and chastise. God himself speaking. So the power of the word within is to guide us into truth. Is the place of the first uh, is the first place of discipleship. That's where we understand discipleship. Oh, look at what he said in that same chapter four. You know, after he finished talking to Timothy, he wrote something there. Look at look at chapter our verse 17 first before we go to chapter four. He said that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto every good work. He thinks these things are important for our perfection. Verse four. He said, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at the appearing and his kingdom. Verse 2. He said, preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Look at that, which would have happened in your life is what you give out. You don't give out what has not happened in your life. Have you been reproved? Then you can reprove. You can see there in verse 16, in that chapter 3, verse 16, he said that the word of God comes like, like this. He said it comes as a reproof for correction. 
for instruction in righteousness. You can see, he said, this is what you preach yourself because it must have started within you. God, God must have reproved you. Look at it. Then you can reprove others. Look at that. He said, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. You can see that. If it is the word within, then this is the word without. This is the word that comes out. He said, when you go out to preach, this is what you do. You do this. You, you, you do it in season and out of season. It's not that, oh, you look at a convenience. No, it's not about convenience. It's about that which the Holy Ghost is saying. He said he would not speak of himself. So you don't speak of yourself. You speak concerning what you have been told in your place of discipleship. Oh, every one of us is in discipleship. If the Holy Spirit lives in you, you are a disciple. You are a disciple of Jesus Christ, and you are discipled by the Holy Ghost. No wonder he called him the teacher. No wonder he said he would guide us. He's a discipler. Oh, the Holy Ghost is our discipler within. And what will he do? He only uses the word from God. And when God's word comes, it comes for our prophets. Oh, that reproof is for our prophets. It's for your prophet. That reproof from within is for your prophet. That correction from the Holy Ghost is for your prophet. It's not for anybody's prophet. You know, sometimes we think it's for somebody. When the word is coming, we ah, is this person that must hear this word. We make a mistake of it. No, it's for our own profiting. He said it is for our own reproof. It is for our correction. It's for our own instruction in righteousness. Oh, until you start personalizing the word of God, you have not entered into the realm of discipleship by the Holy Ghost. Because that's what the Holy Ghost does. He reproves, he corrects, he gives instructions in righteousness. And of course, that was why Paul told Timothy that even when he wants to preach the scripture, he should go and preach the word. It should be instant in season and out of season, not with convenience, not with situations. It's a reprove and rebuke. Look at that. So it's part of the scriptures. Oh, it's part of the gospel. Yes, it is. Reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. It's important we know that there is the power of the word within. That is the place of our discipleship. No wonder he said he would have no man teach you. Why? Because there are instructions within. Because there are reproofs within. There are corrections within. Of course, because there is the greatest teacher within, the Holy Ghost. He's talking to every one of us. It is not somebody's word. We must hold on to that which is speaking to us. The instruction he's giving you is different from that of the other person. Some Sometimes it's because of your own ministry. If you read further, you discover, okay, look at when he was talking to Epaphras. Paul was telling Epaphras. He told him concerning his ministry, the same man who, who, who no, Archippus, Archippus, you see. But when it comes, up, we were praying earlier about uh, Epaphras, Colossians chapter 4, verse 13, our brother led us in that area. Chapter 4, verse 13. Look at, look at what it says in chapter 4, verse 13. Let's go there first before we continue. Colossians chapter 4, verse 13. See what it said. Praise the Lord. Okay, verse 12. Verse 12. He said, Epaphras, 
who is one of you, the servant of Christ, saluted you always, laboring fervently for you in prayer, that you may stand perfect and complete in the will of God. Why is he praying such a prayer? That they may stand perfect and complete. Because there are things that should happen within. No wonder Paul said that he traveled in prayer, that Christ be formed in you. Oh, you are born again, but Christ be formed in you. Why? Because there's something happening within. And what are the things happening within? Discipleship. That is where it is happening. Discipleship. That is where it begins. Discipleship. That is where, if you are not discipled from within, you are not permitted to disciple without. If you are not disciple from within, you are not permitted to disciple without. No wonder Paul said, after I preach the gospel, that will not be a castaway. Why? Because he himself yielded to within, to discipleship from within. Look at what he said in that Colossians. Let's go to Colossians chapter 1. Paul speaking to the Colossians church. Look at what he said. Colossians chapter 1, verse 23 to 29. But if you read that verse 23 down, you see, he said, if you continue in the faith, that same word, continue, that same word, continue. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, oh, faith cometh by hearing. So after they heard, they believe. So they had faith. So Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple indeed. And Paul was writing to the Colossians in the same vein, telling them, if you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have, you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven. Therefore, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, if you read further, read further, you get to verse 29. You see something he said about himself. He said, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worked in me mightily. In me, not in everybody, in somebody first. In me mightily. The, look at that. The power of the word within. If you continue in the word within, uh, a lot of people want to disciple people, but they are not discipled within. We must be discipled within. That's the power of the word within. No wonder the new covenant, that the words are written in our heart. Ah, you know, a lot of times, eh, ah, you have no need that any man teach you. A lot of people think, oh, some arrogant people think nobody can teach them. No, it's not about that. He's telling you that you have a discipleship class within. That's what he's saying. You have a discipleship class within. If you yield to the discipleship class within, oh, you will know the truth. That was what Jesus was telling them. Oh, of course, that was what Tim, uh, uh, Paul taught Timothy too in that second Timothy chapter three. And he told him that also when you go, after you have gotten, you have dealt with the scripture, you have stayed with the scripture, it has, it has corrected you, it has given you reproof yourself before you go out and preach. You can't reprove when you have not been reproved. You can't correct when you have not yielded to the correction of the Holy Ghost. What is the power within? He authenticates us. The power within authenticates us. He authenticates us. He gives value to the word. You don't speak words. You have not had an encounter with it. You have not been taught by the Holy Ghost. You are going out to reprove. You are going out to correct. We must stay with the word. 
because we must stay with that word within because that's what gives us approval. No wonder the Bible says, when Timothy, uh, Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, study to show thyself approved unto God, not unto men, not unto men. Our approval is not of man, it's of God. He says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, if you have not been discipled, if you have not been given approval, you cannot dispense the word. You can, of course, but you cannot really have the right. You don't really have the right to reprove. You don't have the right to correct. You don't have the right to give instruction. And you know what? Every one of us is a disciple of the Holy Ghost. Every one of us is a disciple of the Holy Ghost. That was why he said from the least to the greatest. You have no need that any man teach you. What does that mean? It means there's something happening within you. Are you yielding to the word of God within you? Oh, are you yielding to the word of God within you? It's important we yield to the word of God within us. Oh, Paul, he was so conscious of that. Despite all he did, he kept on counting all dung, and he was pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. You know, where we read in that Colossians chapter 1, verse 29. It's important we look at that. He said, where unto I also labor. As I labor, what am I doing? I'm striving according to his working. He said, which worketh in me mightily. It must work in you first before it work outside. That's why it's important that as we disciple people, we must allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. There are many who have rejected reproofs. There are many who have rejected the uh, correction from within. They have rejected instructions from within. But they want to teach. They want to disciple. No, the school begins from within. The school begins from within. He said, after I have preached the gospel, after I have preached, that will not be a castaway. Oh, so it, it is possible to preach and not be approved. That was what he was saying. And that we must do as believers. It's a call to everyone that everyone should go back within. All is within. Reproof is within. Correction is within. Instruction is within. Walk before me and be perfect. Uh, when I was looking at the life of uh, Abraham, God was telling him, take note of my words. Because there was no law in his time. Take note of my words. And they are specifically for you. And of course, that was the life of Abraham. What of Noah? Same thing concerning Noah. You know, his generation, everybody took to different things, but he took note of God's word. That was why he found grace in God's sight. And it's important because the Bible says, so shall it be in the last days, like the days of Noah. Let's look within first. It's important to go within. There's a power of the word within. And it's it's that which formed Christ in us. No wonder Paul was praying that prayer. He said he traveled again over their life. Why? He said until Christ be formed within you. Because it is important that Christ is formed in us. It's not a profession alone. It's within. That we get approval from within. I pray that the Holy Ghost, who is our teacher, will expand these words in our hearts. It would help us. He's the teacher. 
He's the one that can, that can guide us into all truths. I pray that he would guide every one of us to that truth. Our word will come today. The Holy Spirit will speak our words to us today. Your own word, not somebody else's word. Your own word today. Father, I receive my word today. Holy Spirit, I yield today to your instructions, to your reproof, to your corrections in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the power of the word within. We give you glory. We pray the Lord that that which is within would give us approval. Lord, it will build us up. Christ will be formed in us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day.